The RPG After Years is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Find out more at probablywork.com. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Welcome to the RPG After Years, your weekly show covering all things RPGs from the past, present, and future. This is episode 91. I'm Scott. And I'm Rich. So we finished our Mass Effect RPG Club last week, so it's kind of a catch-up episode. Uh, We'll be covering a lot of the latest and greatest RPG news stories. There's been a lot of talk in particular about a heavily rumored Chrono Cross remaster, so we'll be discussing that as well. Before we hit the news, let's catch up. I think I should go first today, Rich, because I've, I've, I've been busy. <laughs> I've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can see that. My piddly little list. I was like, oh, I, I played a lot of games. Look at yours. I'm like, no, I haven't. I've just been all over the place. <laughs> Even more shotgun Scott than usual. Yeah, um, cool. So I'll, I'll just zip through these uh, without dwelling on anything. Still been playing a lot of Pokemon Sword. I am down to almost like 100-ish Pokemon left to catch out of, you know, the 800 plus. So the light is in... Oh my God. The light at the end of the tunnel is in, yeah, is in sight, finally. Um, I also started Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, which honestly is, so far, has been as much of a dumpster fire as I thought it would be, as far as like the quality of the game. It's just, it's just a... Lazy, lazy remake, but yeah, it's still Pokemon, so it's still kind of fun. Have you uh, started Pearl yet? Yeah, yeah, I got like two badges. That's okay. really about it. So we're about so. the same spot then. I've got, I got uh, my second badge last time I played as well. It's what are okay. your thoughts on it? Um, yeah, I agree with you. It is a pretty poorly done remaster or remake, I should say. Um, I think this is what happens. They they make a new game, make a remaster, make a new game. So it gives them time to, you know, create new stuff. From what so I've heard, maybe, Omega maybe Ruby and Alpha Sapphire were great remakes. So I don't know what happened here. I, I know that they outsourced it this time. They got, went to a different Ooh. team. Um, my theory maybe is that, you know, it takes place in Sinnoh and then Legends Arceus is also in Sinnoh. So maybe they just didn't want to step 
on the uh, toes of Legends Arceus. They didn't want it to be too cool or too comparable. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, sense. I'm still generally enjoying it. I'll keep playing it. I'm going to finish it. Um, also been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, episode Yuffie some more on hard mode. I'm towards, not towards the end, but I'm like halfway through chapter two. So hopefully, shit is really hard. Like every time I run into an enemy, it's like a fucking boss encounter. <laughs> it feels like... <laughs> Um, nice. I finished. I know I already beat Metroid Dread, but I went back and played that. Got a hundred percent. And then a couple weekends ago, uh, Lauren came over, or she flew down to visit us, and we started Life is Strange, True Colors, and Dark Pictures Anthology, House of Ashes, with her. Nice. Uh, I know you finished House of Ashes. Yes. So, I. Um, what do you think? I'm not too crazy. I mean, I don't dislike it, but I'm not too crazy about it so far. I think it's like the military angle. That's just like kind of a turnoff just for me. How far are you in it, into it? Let's see. How can I say this without spoilers? Um, it should hit the fan. Yes, they're in. They're in the underground cat cave now. And okay. the the main guy is has been separated from his the main girl. They got split up. I think that's okay. the last thing so that happened. Shit really hasn't hit the fan yet. Oh boy. Okay. We'll see what happens then. Um, yeah, you got a little trickle. That's about <laughs> it. And then Life is Strange is Wisp has been pretty good so far. I've been enjoying it. Looking forward to seeing what happens. We're only in like chapter two, I think. Um, and then speaking of all that stuff, Lauren actually managed to snag a PS5 the net, uh, the day after she came back from visiting us. So we should be able to continue nice. playing those games with her remotely now. So I'm excited. Nice. We also started Resident Evil 7, if you can believe it, finally. Um, that game's hard so far and kind of scary. Yeah. Have you, you beat it, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. So. I really liked it. it. It was a good aspect of going back to the horror element of things. So that was good. We're still early on. Um, we just got out of the main house, I think. Um, okay. That part where you have to like hide from the dad, like Jack, I think his name is. Yes. Yeah. God, it's it's like he's everywhere. <laughs> Worse than Mr. X. Yeah, he is. Um, so it'll be interesting seeing where that goes. Also started Psychonauts 2, which I was a huge, huge fan. Both Corey and I were of the first Psychonauts. And so finally getting to play this sequel, how many years later, it's like a, a dream come true. It's been co- cool so far. It's been living up to my expectations. Um, so we'll keep chucking on that. And then of course, uh, you should have this update too, but we both beat Mass Effect. So not much to say about that. I think next week we are going to, um, start the Mass Effect review. So that'll be cool to do. And then also, on my streams, somebody, they asked me to play a Kirby game because I've never beaten a Kirby game. So I, I went and it took me like two sessions, but I also beat uh, Kirby, Nightmare, and Dreamland. <laughs> Super short game. It literally was like a four or five hour game, if that. Have you ever played a Kirby game? No, <laughs> I don't want to. I'm good. Um, it was it was fine. Like it was fun. Nothing wrong with it, but it also didn't like blow my socks off. I didn't like beat it and they'd be like, okay, I now must play every other Kirby game. So you knowing you, you might. I'm sure I will play a, a, another one eventually. But 
And then finally, I we also managed to beat uh, Days Gone. Nice. And I, I guess that would that would probably qualify as an RPG. So we'll do a review of that eventually too. Uh, uh, RPG for this show's sake. I liked the game. I've been complaining about this for the past few times we didn't catch up though. The the hordes that they start throwing at you towards the end of the game almost single handedly ruined it for me. But the final mission was fun, and I liked the ending. So good. Um, overall, I'd say the game is was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I was expecting like a very mediocre game based on what I'd heard about it, but it was really fun, and I, and Corey liked it a lot too. So, but yeah, I think that's all I've been up to. That's it. You know, just a, just a little scattering of games here and there. Yeah, <laughs> Not playing a whole just a lot. little bit. What about you, man? <laughs> a little behind. Um, so I have obviously, you know, Mass Effect. We finished that. Um, I have been playing a little bit of uh, Trails of Cold Steel 3. Um, I like it. it to an extent. It's very text dumpy, I should say. I don't know if you've heard of those games. It's like the military academy that you're going through. A lot of personal feelings towards people and, you know, it's just... How many it's Trails fine. games have you played? I've, I've. This is technically the first one. I, I got the one on my Switch to Trails, uh, Trails Three. So what I did is I went through and did the. Uh, you could do what's called a, uh, uh, like story progress on what's going on through both games prior. So I did that. So oh, there's okay. this one. There's four. Uh, there's probably a fifth one coming at some point. Um, most of the Trails games are going to start coming to the West. Uh, so that's that's kind of exciting. So I'm, I'm curious about those. Yeah, I feel like um, they announce a new trail every up. time I turn around. Yeah, they do. There's a lot in the west or the east. Um, I did fire up Fire Emblem Three Houses again. So I played a little bit of that last night. Um, still the very early on. And then Battlefield 2042. I like shooting stuff. Some Halo multiplayer shooting some stuff. And then uh, Pokemon Shiny Pearl. And we've already talked about my feelings on that. So that's a little bit of, uh, it's all right. How are you finding Halo? I, I like it. Halo, the... The multiplayer, it's, it's so good. Hmm. It's so nice. It's like reliving a, a, my past until okay. you get teabagged. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said before, though, like the reason I play uh, Halo is for the co-op campaigns. Yeah. And the fact that they're not having that, even when the campaign launches from the get-go, is like so disappointing to me. I feel no like I'm going to miss the train. <laughs> Which fire emblem did you say it. you were playing? Three Houses. Three Houses, okay. Yes. And how far into that are you? I'm still on like chapter one. Hmm. All right. Well, hopefully you stick with it because uh, actually you were on the review with me and Gory. That was like episode three of the After Years. Oh, yeah. I can't long, remember that, to be honest. A long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick in the Twitch chat, we got Farsh and Chops says, hey, guys, how are you? Do you read Twitch chat? We do. Not everything, but most usually we do read whatever gets thrown in there. So welcome and thanks for being a part of the show. OK. Any other updates, Rich? No. That's okay. about it. <laughs> um, so just moving on, the RPG Club, for those that aren't aware, the RPG Club is a segment that we do every other week on this show. Um, it's bi-weekly. Basically, it's like a book club, but with an RPG. We, along with the community, play the same game, the same segments at a, roughly the same time. There's deadlines and everything. However, we concluded the RPG Club for Mass Effect last week. So there's no, we're out now, we don't have a game. So nominations for the next game will begin on December 12th, 2021. That's a Sunday. And our $5 and above patrons will do the nominations. So it'll be fun to see what gets thrown out there this time. Do you know what you're going to do yet, Rich? 
Yeah. Well, the game Scott's going to win. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't know what I'm going to nominate. I could win. I haven't thought about it. Scott wins every time. Not every time. Just just when I want to. <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. That's a week from today. And uh, stay tuned. But anyway, shall we move to the news? Let's do this. Hear ye, hear ye. Gather round for all your news. Stop your clatter and listen close. Alas, you won't believe your ears. Listen close for the news. Okay, so we actually have a pretty hefty amount of news to get through today, so we're going to try not to spend too much time on any one story. But first off, apparently Shin Megami Tensei V was data mined, and it seems to suggest that it is going to come to PC and PS4. I think it's kind of weird that it's Switch exclusive in the first place. Like, it doesn't really seem like there's a reason for it to be Switch exclusive. Yeah, I, I, for some reason, I thought it was already on, on PS4. I guess I didn't pay attention to that. Um, I don't really play any Shimigami Tensei games because they're just weird um, and stupid hard. So, yeah, I've been watching a buddy of mine play it over on Twitch and uh, he, he loves it, but it, just watching him struggle is like, damn, this does look incredibly hard. And apparently, uh, the fifth game is supposed to be easier than usual for the series. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> um, so this, the leaks don't necessarily just suck at RPGs. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently, uh, the leaks don't or the, the code. It doesn't necessarily confirm that it's coming to, um, PC or anything, but they seem to suggest that if they do, it would be, um, it would come in February, 2022. And, yeah, I think that came out of like the Nvidia, the inf- the infamous Nvidia leak, and yeah. So I know a lot of people are would be excited to play it. Um, I would say that probably Shin Megami Tensei and Persona fans aren't necessarily a Nintendo crowd per se. So I think it would be more at home on those other platforms. Although I'm happy it's on Switch. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, but I think that's all we have to say about that. So let's talk about the backwards compatibility that's came to Xbox. So Papa Nier lives as the original Nier. So you can now play um, the original uh, Nier through Xbox uh, One, through the Xbox Series S, Series X as well, um, through that update that they have with uh, the backwards compatibility. So if you have the original disc, you can still play it on your console here, as long as you have the disc drive, obviously. Um, like myself that have the Xbox Series S, I don't have that ability. So I can buy the game probably, um, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to say this. I'm not that, going to. I thought you loved Nier, though. <laughs> um, so additional information um, is about as much as a hangover. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> okay. I, hate, I don't like it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the addition of the Nier to the Xbox compatibility, um, it it did receive the original remaster, which is the near replicant version 1.22474487139. Dot, dot, dot. Um, obviously, dot, dot, a thousand other things. Uh, but this is apparently going to be the known version of the near Gestalt. That's right. going to be on the backwards compatibility. So, so here's my understanding of it. In America, when the original near came out, that was technically near Gestalt. And then near replicant is the version that came out in Japan. And so when they did yes. the remaster of Near Replicant, that was the first time we were getting that version of the game. 
And from what I understand, the main difference between the two is in Nier Gestalt, the main character, Nier, is like the father of the female character. And in Nier Gestalt, their brother, or in Nier Ripclint, their their brother and sister. So it's like kind of a, a big story switch. It's kind of weird how that yeah. they did that. I wonder why they did it that way. Hmm. Maybe just plot revisions. Uh, yeah, probably, most likely. Uh, also, to add to this article here is some other games got a FPS boost to it. So you've got Dragon Age Origins, Dragon Age 2, Elder Scrolls, um, Oblivion, uh, Fable 3, Fable Anniversary, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Final Fantasy 13 2, and Lightning Returns. Sweet. Um, they also did announce on Game Pass. Dun, dun, dun. Do you know, Scott, what they that, announced on Game Pass? I didn't read the article. What's well, not in the article? What? Just tell me. Okay. Uh, Light, it's uh, Final Fantasy 13 2 is now on Game Pass. Oh, yeah. I did along see with that. Final Fantasy 13. Yeah. So, yeah. so does That's that mean the saying. entire trilogy is on Game Pass now, or are we still waiting on? Uh, I think we're still waiting on thirteen two or thir- uh, Lightning Returns. Okay, that's weird that they wouldn't just bring them all down there. But it seems like Xbox is the way to play the uh, some of the bunch of these RPGs now, especially um, the Final Fantasy thirteen games. I bet that looks amazing with boosted FPS. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to fire it up and trying it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of RPGs that you can't get a hold of anymore: uh, Blue Dragon, uh, Infinite Undiscovery, and Lost Odyssey. Hmm. Okay. Well, so Xbox is making a, a bargain. That's oh, right. We don't have it listed as an article here, but have you been seeing all the rumors about PlayStation working on their version of Game Pass? Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious what's gonna that's gonna be like. I thought they already had a service similar to that. It's called pay, it, it's called PlayStation Now and it sucks. And you still have to pay for it. Yeah, so why don't they just make that better? Or did they are they trying to do like a rebrand or well, I think what it is, you have to stream those games like off their uh, internet. Ah, I okay. think that's what it is. Whereas Xbox Game Pass, you download it straight to the console. Right. And okay, that's yeah, that's way better. That makes more sense. I wonder what they'll call it. But yeah, so you now have the ability to play the original, our original American version of Nier on uh, modern day consoles. So yay for that. But why would you want to? <laughs> um, just a quick article here. Disgaea RPG. The mobile Disgaea game, I think I believe it's a gotcha game as well. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's getting a PC release on Steam in English. I think it might be the first time that it's been in English. Um, it came out in April, which is around the time uh, Bill and I were playing Disgaea, I believe. Um, but yeah, it's going to be spent two, uh, one to two months in early access. So people that are big fans of Disgaea. You can now play the mobile game in English. Um, when does it say when it's coming on this article? Sometime between December 2021 and Q1 of 2022. Okay, uh, I for one will not be playing it. I'm done with this guy probably forever. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Are you sure you don't want to play it, Rich? <laughs> He's just looking at me with a blank stare. No, I don't want to. I'll pass. Nope. All right, so. Um, Square Enix introduces new characters, locations, and more for Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins. I got to say, I really don't like the design of these characters. I just don't. I don't know why it seems like, I don't know, maybe the new game when it actually comes out and we'll see these characters in live, you know, actual gameplay. They just won't look so bleh, in my opinion, like King Cornelia uh, looks kind of odd. And then who's the chick? Is that, is that? Sarah, Princess Sarah. Uh, let's see. It says 
Oh, it's Queen I think Jane. It's Princess Sarah. Yeah. Um, Queen Jane. Okay. I, I don't understand. Like, I don't think none of these characters or a lot of these characters were not referenced in Final Fantasy one, right? You played one. Yeah. I mean, the King was in there. BK was in there. Uh, Queen Jane was like an NPC with one line. Uh, but yeah. it, it also introduces Mia, who is like Princess Sarah's younger sister here. She, she, never, she never had a sister. Yeah. This so, game really confuses me. Yeah, I, I don't know. It still launches in PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X and S, Epic Stores on March 18, 2022. But what really gets me is, you know, it they're trying something new. I do commend them for that. That's going to be amazing. Um, it looks like the combat's kind of interesting. But what does this mean for the series as a whole? Is it going to be something where they're going to try to go back and redo one, two, three, and four, and five, and even six? Are they going to do all that? That's some way to add new stuff to it. Yeah, but that's it depends on how well this sells. Do you hmm. think that they'll go, okay, this sold really well. Let's continue making things like this or let's continue doing stuff. Um, all we want really is Final Fantasy VII Part Two. Uh, Stop with this crap. Yeah, please, please. Well, isn't just just give us. Isn't Nomura in charge of this? Of this game? Yeah. I don't think so. Because not enough buckles. I know he he took uh, a step back from being the director of Seven Remake Part Two. Yeah, but I don't think it's a Nomura game because there's not enough buckles. There you go. I don't see a lot of buckles. Except My gut reaction the to the, them continuing this series would be like, please no. But yeah, uh, I haven't played the game. It could be really good for all we know. Yeah. So I'm just I'm basing my speculation based on the visualizations of the characters. It just don't look right to me. Um, it looks like they're over the top. Like the the girl looks kind of off. It just looks like not polished. But obviously this this is just a pre released version of it. So right. we'll see. Um, but yeah, if you're still interested, obviously you got plenty of time. You got a couple months left. Um, I'm sure more news and stuff will come out. The reason it confuses me so much is because they said that this is not just a retelling of Final Fantasy One. It's like inspired by Final Fantasy One. But then we go in there and we literally are seeing the same characters, like yeah. the Pirate Beak and King Cornelia and all that. So I, I don't know what's really going on here. It's really weird to me. <laughs> yeah, if there were, if there, this shouldn't be inspired. This should just be its own thing. I mean, that would, that would be what I would want out of that, I yeah. think. But <sighs> whatever. Unless. Okay, so uh, Rich, do you remember Scalebound? I do, and I was a little disappointed when that got canceled because it looked interesting. Yeah, it was like a like what like a dinosaur dragon game that was being made by uh, Platinum Games. Originally, yep. it was supposed to be like an Xbox exclusive, I believe. If I remember right? Yeah, like years ago. Yeah, and it just got canceled out of nowhere. So. Uh, Hideki Kamiya, you know, the infamous developer from Platinum Games. Uh, also, he's known for Bayonetta and a few other things. Um, he did a interview on YouTube called the Kamiya Chronicles. And basically, he has apologized for Scalebound being canceled, which is kind of a, an odd thing to see from a developer. But Kamiya is known for being a little bit odd, I think. Well, I thought Microsoft canceled it. Um, I don't remember the details. Let me just read what he actually said okay. here. It's a, it's a few paragraphs, so bear with me. Uh, quote, Scalebound was a project we had teamed up on with Microsoft. They expected good things from us, and we needed to live up to those expectations with the project. 
teaming up with Microsoft meant releasing the game on the latest Xbox console. I once again had the desire to make a high-end game. I wanted to go back to something photorealistic. While it was a personal wish of mine, I thought it was also a necessary mission for Platinum Games to improve our graphical ability and get to the next step of modern game creation. So we first decided to go with a universe like that. I loved fantasy worlds since I was a child. I've always enjoyed words, worlds with swords, magic, and dragons. When I was a child, I don't know if people overseas are familiar with these, but I would play sorcery and hide a lot. Oh my god, hide a light? Wow. <laughs> that, we've, we've, we've played that, or this show has. Yeah. Uh, all the, he continues, all these fantasy games from the classic PC era that I really enjoyed. I always wanted to make something around that theme. This is how I thought of a world revolving around a young man fighting together with a dragon. However, it was a big challenge for Platinum Games. We were working in an environment we weren't used to. We were developing on the Unreal Engine. We also lacked the necessary know-how to build a game based on online features. The hurdles we had to overcome were very big. We weren't experienced enough and couldn't get over that wall, leading to what happened in the end. I'm sorry to the players who looked forward to it, and moreover, I'm sorry to Microsoft who had played their trust in us as a business partner. I want to apologize both as a creator and as a member of Platinum Games. Wow. Okay. That's uh, surprisingly transparent there. Yeah, um, it just means that they didn't hire the right people to yeah. do the project. It seems like some things were not communicated properly to them um, internally about their capabilities. And yeah, it's really it's interesting odd. to me that uh, they would he would come out and say, literally, we weren't good enough to make this game, <laughs> which you never hear. You never hear a developer say that. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe they've improved since then. Obviously, they've done games in Unreal and on modern consoles since then, but I can't think of a, like an online platinum games game. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe we'll get scaled down one day, but I'm not holding my breath. I just wish, I wish we had gotten it, but you can't help but feel for them with this, uh, transparent quote here. Anyway. All right. So let's talk about this. It goes very fitting with what we just completed. So Mass Effect TV series deal is reportedly underway at Amazon Studios. So um, I I really like the Wheel of Time TV show that they've done. Um, I'm really enjoying it. So this comes off the success of that. So that's why they're really, you know, going for this. So hopefully uh, we'll see what it is. So as you guys know, Mass Effect is a space adventure. And uh, they're going to adopt it through there. Um, EA or BioWare has has provided any com- confirmation regarding the interview, but at least for now, we have assurance that the video game series will continue. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, if you're interested in a TV show about Mass Effect, we um, sure. we, we must have p- picked the right time to, you know, yeah. get into Mass Effect because you got the TV series, and uh, it wasn't long before we it was selected. I think that a uh, Mass Effect mass effect sequel was announced yep um so good times the thing is though they haven't said what this mass effect show is going to be about they haven't confirmed it's going to have commander Shepard or like what it's going to be covering so it could be something most likely that it's going side by side during mass effect that's going on Mm -hmm. so you may run across Shepard, but you know it could be something else so yeah i think they used to have a say uh there used to be rumors of like a mass effect movie uh yeah and I, I think it ended up in development hell and ended up getting canned. So it must Same have been with for this TV series. Yeah. Well, a Halo just got announced, uh, a Paramount TV series. So based on what you were saying, uh, you would watch a Mass Effect TV show? I probably would. Yeah. As I long as it doesn't spoil would. the games I haven't played yet, I, I would too. Correct. If it's any good anyway. Cool news, though. Yeah. 
And on not cool news, apparently Neo: The World Ends with You has underperformed Square Enix's initial expectations. Um, they said while Neo: The World Ends with You was well received by users, it has underperformed our initial expectations, which is really disappointing because it was kind of a, a miracle that we got a World Ends with You sequel in the first place after all these years. I hate it when they they say that these games underperform though. First of all. They didn't market the game like at all. I don't feel no, like they didn't. Nope. And wasn't there like another game that came out around the same time from Square that they like pushed a lot more? Um, I'm trying to think. When did Outriders come out? Let's, let's see. Outriders, Life is Strange, True Colors, and Near Replicant all released within the same six month window here. Um, yeah. Let's see. Sales overall were lower that year due to um, Marvel's Avengers. And let's see. The reason that the digital entertainment segment's operating margin declined is because some of the new titles that we released in quarter two were substantially underperforming. What did they expect, though? They don't give any hard numbers here. No, they don't. Um, That's really sad because, I mean, that I've heard Neo World Ends With You is really good. I haven't played it yet. I do plan to. Um, Just kind of sad. But maybe it'll sales will improve when I don't know. I doubt it (laughs) at this point. Uh, okay. Well, moving on. So this is weird. Final Fantasy 11 gets an update, November update. So to available to all players, um, include some new story content, a new player progression system and several new additions. So, uh, the vicarious resurgent storyline continues in a new chapter, takes people to the far East, uh, new character progression, uh, called master level. So basically you can power level your levels that you've already mastered. Um, Adds lizards as an opponent and iron giants to make them return as an opponent. Uh, the challenge from Lion Returns, the winter warm-up campaign, grants additional bonuses to players till the end of the month. And November login campaign grants players points to players for logging in daily. Uh, points can be redeemed for in-game items. So that's really it. There's there's still pumping some stuff out with uh, with eleven. That's kind of surprising. Yeah. Um... It seems like a, a substantial content upgrade. I knew that we knew that they were going back to 11 and making more content, but that's so weird. Yeah, honestly, that, that's a good news for 11 people that are still playing 11. But um, the the last expansion that they did, uh, what was it? That was the, the, the Venadeal Rhapsodies. Yeah, that from what I understand, that like put like a really pretty bow on the entire like plot of 11. Like all the characters came back and it was like a really good ending. So yeah, that's I don't know what they're doing with this whole thing. Are they hoping to because they canceled that mobile game, the the re-addition to the mobile game. They canceled that and they're still going back and doing stuff. So I don't I don't know. Yeah. Um, my theory is that 14 has been so successful and is making them so much money. They're like, I bet we can keep making even more money forever off of 11, too. Yeah. I'm going to go back to 14 today. Oh, yeah. Where are you now? Uh, still where I haven't played in like a month. Mm. So gotcha. Well, in Walker did come out and uh, yeah. a lot of people are excited about that. I'm nowhere near that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that the, the queue times are really long. I wonder if that's gotten any better since release. Uh, I'm going to try. Let's see what happens. You'll have to report back MMO yeah. correspondent. Uh, Miss Savage in chat says lurking and listening. Thanks, Miss Savage. And ROB says, well, the mobile version was canceled because of technical reasons. Yeah, that's, that's crappy. We covered that because they talked about it for like 10 fucking years. We were like, that thing is never going to happen before yeah. they finally 
canceled it unceremoniously. Uh, one day I will play these MMOs. Today is not that day, though. You might as well just forget 11. <laughs> yeah. Just go to 14. I probably just will do, do 14 first if I ever do get there. Yes. In other news, uh, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim, uh, they have announced a Switch release. So I don't really know a whole lot about 13 Sentinels other than I've heard it's actually really good. Uh, so I I don't know how long this game is. I'm it, It's on the table for what I might nominate for the RPG Club. I hate you. Why? I just do. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to win. It's going to piss me off. Probably. Uh, down uh, with Scott. Yeah. But it is something I want to play and it's something I think Corey would enjoy too. Um, I probably will get it for Switch if it comes out for Switch. Let's see. Does that have a release date? Uh, uh, next year? It'll launch on Nintendo Switch on April 12th. Damn. Yeah. It's still far away. Um, But yeah. So uh, I... I will pick this up at some point. It's on the list. But that's all there is to say about that. All right. So again, with the MMO, because I'm the correspondent MMO, MMO person, Marvel MMO from DC Universe Online, um, uh, devs revealed an investor presentation. So there's going to be a Marvel MMO at some point. Uh, so that's pretty much it. They just did a presentation to... Um, about what's going on, longer-term pro- uh, product for the 22, 2022 and beyond. Uh, you won't see anything about the Untitled Marvel game in 20, 2020. Remember we talked about that, mm-hmm. uh, that there was some talks about a Marvel MMO, uh, probably till 2023. So it is what it is. Uh, development, because it's Marvel, uh, but it's also not really seems to be confirmed yet. Another game included the GeForce NVIDIA database leak. So this is part of that you know, whole leak that happened uh where we kind of got some information about it um but that's really it so they're just talking to investors at a presentation regarding about this um you is if you're really excited about this mmo from marvel you're gonna have to wait a while yeah well uh are you excited like is this is this something Mm -hmm. you're no no i have played i love superhero movies I do. Mm-hmm. I love the comics. I love this this series. I'm not a big fan of the video games for some reason. I'm just not. Yeah. It, I, I feel like they don't meet our expectations on what we wanted in a superhero game. Like Spider-Man, that was a that was a rare hit. I just say the Spider-Man game. games are really good. Yeah, that was a rare hit. But um I'm trying to like imagine what a Marvel MMO would even be like because I I doubt it would be like you can tr- you would probably have to like create a superhero, right? Correct. I would think so. Like the, the you wouldn't be running around playing as like Captain America and, and Wolverine and shit. No, I wouldn't think so. Um, you know, they're, they're bringing out the, you know, again, about the database, what's speculative and things like that, the leak that happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff on that leak is true. So I kind of want to pull that leak up again since we've gotten even more things confirmed since we covered that leak and see like, okay, what else is on here? That's probably happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's really cool. Um, maybe it'll be a great MMO. I'm not, you know, holding my breath or anything, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so more news from CD Projekt Red. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3, both uh, games, their next-gen upgrades are still on track for 2022. Uh, I think it's funny that we have to get news articles about things being on track. I think it's because people worry about CD Projekt yeah. Red these days. <laughs> um Let's see. 
so they are they were supposed to come in late 2021. Okay, I remember covering the news that it was being delayed not that long ago. Yeah. Uh, so now it's set for Q1 Cyberpunk uh, next gen upgrade in 2022, and then Witcher will be in Q2. So. Uh, and apparently see. some other stuff is coming to Cyberpunk 2077 upgrades as well. Graphic and performance boosts. Um, what else? Uh, it said its net, pro- net profits were lower than those reported than the year before. I would think yeah. so after that botched launch. <laughs> um, and yeah, apparently the new Witcher will have Gwent updates. That's interesting. Everybody loves Gwent. <laughs> I'm waiting for that them to play that on the TV show. Season two, Gwent. Oh. But yeah, yeah. Um, so no, no worries. We'll get the next gen upgrades eventually. I knew you were going to really like this next story, Rich. <laughs> this kind of pisses me off. <laughs> I, I love it, but I'm kind of pissed off. Uh, Kingsglaive, Final Fantasy XV, getting a new 4K remaster in February. Here's I, I love the art book. I love it. I think it's amazing. Um, here's the problem. It only is in Japan. That's what pisses me off. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure they'll still have the English audio track, though. Uh, you can only get it. Uh, you could pre-order it on Japan's Amazon site. There's no official w- word for a Western uh, edition. It could if have an coming, later date. but Yeah, I'm sure it will, though, eventually. I mean, free I money. Want it. I want it. But it's like $116. I don't know if I want it that bad. You actually liked King's Clave quite a bit. I did. Yeah. I loved it. If It was fine, but... I think it's weird to cast Sean Bean and Lena Hetty and Aaron Paul in those roles and then have somebody else play them in the game. Like I know they've just well, wanted star power, but yeah, Sean Bean and uh, yeah, the Luna obviously was a, was kind of a weird one. Why didn't they keep that the same, but you never see Aaron Paul's character again. I mean, you do one time. Yeah. Um, um, and, hmm. and he's not, he doesn't really do anything. Right. He's, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's hanging from a hook. I wonder if he makes an appearance at all in uh, Comrades. I know um, the other guy that. No, he wouldn't. Oh, Aaron Paul. Yeah. Well, I, I know he's not. Nick. No, he but, died. Yeah. yeah, he he died. Hmm. So it His comes with an art book. What else? Uh, comes steelbook, art book. You like steelbooks? Yeah. Uh, a scenario guide, an art book, includes two uh, something called file frag- uh, fragments. Uh, it's like a pamphlet that's and uh, two ultra HD Blu-ray disc. That's about it. Yeah. Um, so, okay. It looks nice. Right. Uh, why now? Also, I didn't know it wasn't it, in 4K it, already. <laughs> I thought it was too. But why would you make a graphically intense movie like that and not have a 4K version? I don't know, but I'm looking at my poster right now. I have a poster of it. <laughs> I didn't know you wall. had a King's uh, poster. I do. Um, <laughs> I got it from somebody that went to a seat in the theater when it came out. Okay, cool. But you got to remember the last week was, I think, Final Fantasy XV's fifth year anniversary. Yep. Well, you'll be getting a a new 4K version of the game, all you King or the movie, all you Kingsglaive fans, all five of you. Hey, (laughs) you hush. All right. Um, So this isn't strictly an RPG news story, but I thought it was important to talk about. Um, So the Game Awards have said that they won't take sides on Activision Fallout because they want to focus on reveals and the devs, which on its surface is it's kind of a, a fair thing to say. It's one viewpoint. Um, Jeff Keighley said, we want to support employees and developers. Uh, 
Uh, and he added that he supported people coming forward with their stories, but also didn't want to diminish developers' opportunities to spotlight their game, their games. We have to think very carefully about how to proceed here, uh, he said in this interview. Um, so also, you know, this is the, if you don't know what we're talking about, this is all in reference to the, the big uh, sexual assault, sexual harassment scandal going on at Activision Blizzard. Uh, we at the RPG After Years have vowed not to cover Activision Blizzard games at all anymore. Nope. We're good. Um, so th- there was a bit, a bit of blowback to these comments from Jeff Keighley as you might imagine. So yeah. uh, later that day, or maybe the next day, he did a Twitter thread saying, let's see, uh, let me just read the, the paragraph here. Keeley elaborated on Activision Blizzard's involvement in this year's Game Awards in a Twitter thread posted late last night. The host confirmed that the publisher is not appearing outside of the categories its games are nominated for. Nominations and winners are voted on by media and added that there is no place for abuse, harassment, or predatory practices in any company or any community. I also realize we have a big platform which can accelerate and inspire change. We are committed to that, but we all need to work together to build a better and a more inclusive environment so everyone feels safe to build the world's best games. All of us are accountable to this standard, incredible games, and the talented developers who build them and are who we want to celebrate. See you on Thursday. When are the Game Awards? Are they Thursday? Are they? I didn't realize they were that soon. Yeah, I thought, yeah. Hey, we, we might look that up. Um, I think that, okay, that is December 9th. I oh, think shit. that what Jeff is saying here is fine, but it's just words. Yeah. Um, here, here's the big problem. Bobby Kotick, the CEO of Activision Blizzard and kind of the source of all this shitty stuff. He is on the advisory board for the Game Awards. And, no, you know, Jeff hasn't oh. called him out. He's still on the board. So, I mean, Rich, I think what I would like to do is we can cover any announcements that happened during the Game Awards, but I think this year, even though we do it every year, we skip the Game Awards discussion unless something else comes out about it. Yeah, the only... It gets tricky on those kind of aspects of it because, yes, he's on the board for that. Um, we probably can't kick him off that quite yet because he's a big benefactor as in he puts a lot of money towards it, mm-hmm. helps run that thing, which sucks. Yeah. Because, as you know, money does play a factor to it, too. Um, but, yeah. I kind of agree with you on this one. Maybe this year we take a step back. We just talk about the announcements that happen, not the actual awards, um, and then just reevaluate it next year. It's so, sad because I, I do look forward to what, uh, covering that and watching it every year. But yeah. I think this year, personally, I'm going to skip it. I mean, obviously, I'll watch whatever trailers come out of it. Or, or what. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do is I want to see who the RPG of the year is, obviously. Um, I think we should still talk at that. But everything else, no. Yeah. I think we should pass on it. Also, I was disappointed by uh, Reggie Fisame, former president of Nintendo America. He did like a Twitter thread as well, saying that a lot of people are calling on him to take a stand against, you know, Activision and all that. And he he tweeted like some patents, like videos of his past presentations that he does saying like, oh, I already have. But he doesn't call out anybody directly. It's like we want you to call them out in particular, not just say things, you know, yeah. kind of disappointing. Yeah. Alas, um, I guess let's move on to our big story. Well, actually, this is not the big story, but it leads into it. <laughs> um, Square Enix announces pre-orders for the Chrono Trigger jazz album. Um, that's really it. It's, definitely it's a jazz album for Chrono Trigger. Um, Why now? Yeah. 
I, I don't know. Why, why do you think Scott kind of leads into our next discussion? <laughs> yeah. The article that's about it. So it's yeah, go for it. So, okay. The big thing this week, of course, you probably saw it in the episode title and we talk, mentioned it at the beginning of the show. Um, apparently there's a Chrono Cross remaster and it's all but confirmed at this point. So it seems like Square has really, um, is trying to bring back some hype for the Chrono series. I don't know why they did a jazz Chrono Trigger album, but weird. So we, I remember that the Chrono Cross remaster was leaked on the NVIDIA leak that we keep bringing up today. And that seemed pretty likely, but then some other stuff has happened that kind of has more or less confirmed it. So um, let's see here. The, I think I remember saying that the folk singer, Ebba McCann, who uh, she's re-recorded like the theme song for Chrono Cross. So, I mean, that alone is like, my, you, you wouldn't just say that. You wouldn't outright lie while you're being interviewed about that. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's also something else happened, too. I'm trying to remember what exactly it was. Uh, there was a report saying that there, there's kind of some confusion about whether it's a remaster or a remake. But I, I think it's going to be a remaster. Um, let's see. What else happened? I remember. Oh, there was also a leak of there was like a mobile game called Another Eden. Mm -hmm. And apparently they are going to be in December doing a collab with the Chrono Cross, which is just so random. And that kind of confirms that around that time, it's, I think people are saying that's when they're going to announce um, the Chrono Cross remaster. You said in December, what's coming up in December? Well, we got you the game awards. awards. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I don't know. If, is a remaster something you would announce at the game awards for this level of a game? I would say so. Okay. Um, so you haven't played Chrono Cross, right? No, I started a couple times. I really wasn't a big fan of it at first. It just didn't look right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I, have I haven't either. I wouldn't be against playing it. Honestly, I, I'm not going to be super shocked if somebody nominates it for the club. Yeah. Although I would want to wait till the remaster in that case. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so based on all this stuff, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. In this case, it's like a room full of smoke. The building's burning down. So I'm, I think I feel pretty comfortable saying this is happening. Yep. Are you excited about that at all? Or what do you think? Um, kind of. I'm, I'm curious. If it does have a remaster to it, then yeah, I'll probably play it. So yeah. we'll see. I will eventually too, I think. Because, you know, Chrono Trigger is one of the widely regarded as one of the best RPGs, if not the best RPG of all time. I don't agree with that, but um, it's okay. I, I feel like it's kind of like a big hole in my RPG experience, not having played <laughs> Chrono Cross. <laughs> um, by the way, this is totally random. I did. I did buy Tales of Arise. Did I tell you that? Yes, you did. Okay. I can't remember. I'm excited Total for you. So <laughs> we took to the discord and we asked, since neither of us have played, um, Chrono Cross. We wanted to get some feedback from the listeners about what they think about this. So let me just pull it up here. While you're uh, pulling that up, we missed one article of news. It is the Dot Hack series is coming to the Switch. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah I forgot about that. Oops. Yeah. It just got announced. So, yeah. Hmm. Cool. Okay. So, ROB says Chrono Cross to me was an interesting continuation of the greatest game ever made, Chrono Trigger. 
There is no debating this. It is known truth. Okay, R.O.P. Uh, where do you go from time travel? Alternate dimensions affected by said time travel seems like a great place to go next. I won't say much more of the story, character, lore reasons. I love this game, and I want people uh, that haven't played it yet to not be spoiled. Um, the idea of Squaresoft continuing this franchise had my hopes up so much that even to this day, I hold hope for a third game. Give us Chrono Break. Its music is amazing. That opening theme, I mean, come on. The battle system was fun and a style I came to enjoy in future RPGs. As for what I would like to see in a remaster, I don't need top-to-bottom overhaul like with FF7R. Updated graphics and audio to, and a more orchestral style of music would be nice. If you're adding more content, then I would say more ties into Trigger. Guest appearances, maybe. Perhaps that's me being greedy. And if you're going to keep the 40-plus character system, then add more side content and story for them beyond the 12 or so. There's not much going for them. And they fill as filler to more special moves and element types in battle. Also, voice acting. They hint at a lot of different accents, and I would love to hear them out loud. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to cue up the Chrono Cross soundtrack while I finish painting. <laughs> uh, well, it seems like Chrono Cross, or Raw, R-O-B, would be very excited for the Chrono Cross remaster. Yeah, that's basically I mean, all I know about it, is there's a ton of characters. Oh, and man. that it doesn't really tie into Chrono Trigger until like the second half of the game. Um, so that'll be interesting <laughs> seeing how they do it. And then we also got a, a blurb from Bill, little mini tea time here. Says, I've never finished the game. Hang on, I gotta do my, my Bill voice. <laughs> <laughs> I've never finished the game, but got a good 20 hours in one once. The battle system is really cool, and the setting is Chef Kiss. It's such a beautiful location. I don't really want a remake, but an HD remaster would be cool, as the sprite work with a bit of polish would look amazing. But I'd hope they do a better job with the pre-rendered backgrounds than they did with the FF8 remaster. I agree with ROB. If they do extra content, then more on the side characters' backgrounds would be cool. And as far as I'm aware, there is only one relevance to trigger in the whole game, and it's an item, I think? So maybe a bonus dungeon at the end of time would be a good tie-in. Overall, I'm excited as the game didn't get an English release outside of America, so I'd love to have a legitimate way to play this gorgeous, fun game. There you go. Um, I think there's more than an item. I'm pretty sure at least one character from Trigger shows up in the latter half of Cross, but I'm not going to say any more than that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's all we got. I don't know what else we can say about this other than it seems to be happening and we're going to play it. You, can you think of anything else, Dad? Uh, no, I think it's just going to be a, a big deal here probably next like, week or so. I'm almost betting that we're going to see something on the Game Awards, uh, whether it be a Chrono Trigger release on the Switch or a remaster of Chrono Cross. Yeah, we'll see. How have they not brought Chrono Trigger to Switch yet? I have no idea. Free it's money. So, <laughs> yeah, it is free money at this point. Yeah. Just port it over. It's on your phone. I have it on my phone. Right. And Steam. So, yeah. Oh, God. Stupid, stupid. Maybe you can get your profits up, Square Enix, if you, you put fucking Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy on the Switch. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a uh, ROB in chat says there's a lot more references to Trigger than an item. So, yeah. Okay, good. good. Okay. That's all the news. Shit ton of news this past a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, but before we move on, to, uh, we got to go over the RPG releases. So RPGs that have come out in the last week. Uh, Spider-Man finally came to the Avengers on PS4 only. No, nobody cares. <laughs> November 30th. <laughs> uh, Lineage 2M came to mobile on the second. Mega Jammer came to PC on the second as well. Archvale came to the Xbox One, Switch, and PC on the second. 
Uh, Dauntless came to PS5 and Xbox Series on the second. Damn. Second was a busy day for RPGs, apparently. Jeez. On the third, we got the Dungeon of Nalchabuk, <laughs> the Amulet of Chaos, the PS5 and Xbox Series. Also, the third was Grim Dawn, Definitive Edition on Xbox One. Then on the sixth, we got Spellforce 3, Reinforced on the PC. Da 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 da. Final Fantasy IV Endwalker came to PS5, PS4, and PC on the seventh. I know a lot of people are super hyped about that, and I think everybody's really loving it so far. Uh, Wolf Stride came to PC on the 7th. Uh, also, the 7th was Rune Factory 4 Special. Came to PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC. Wow, that uh, that came out without a lot of fanfare. I didn't even realize that came out. Yeah. Uh, Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX switched mobile and PC on the 9th. And finally, Loop Hero came to Switch on the 9th as well. So a lot of games the past few weeks. Busy time for RPGs, apparently. Jeez, yeah. Ooh. Well, let's go to the games that are coming up in this this week. The Porium Lockdown, PS5, PS4, Xbox One, December 10th. Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning, Fatesworn, PS4, Xbox One, PC, December 14th, which is an expansion. Uh, Moon, PS5, PS4, December 16th. And Record of Lodos War, Delete and Wonder Labyrinth, PS5, PS4, Xbox, Xbox One, Switch, December 16th. So that's what's coming up. That's a mouthful. Yeah, um, I got through it. Also, they announced just a day or two ago that Paper Mario is coming to the Nintendo 64 Switch online. I think that's on. That's I think I read that it's going to be on the 10th. So the Nintendo 64 didn't have many RPGs, so that's one of them, and it's a good game. Yeah. So if you're interested, I would recommend that to people. It's a it's a very enjoyable experience. <sighs> okay. With all the news out of the way, you ready to go on to our outro? Good, sir. Let's do it. a remix of another inspiration from Chrono Cross, Chrono Cross by Scott Peoples on YouTube. So, Ooh. yeah, uh, that's it for this episode, everybody. Uh, but as for next week, we will be starting the Mass Effect review. I'm thinking it's going to be a two-parter already. So probably. <laughs> uh, are you going to plan that, or do I need to, Rich? <laughs> he just gave me like a deer in the headlights look. Uh, I, I would assume, didn't I do the last one? Oh yeah, you're right. Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll help. I'll help. I'll there you go. Okay. What about the RPG? Club? So, so speaking of the RPG club guys, uh, the current game is nothing. The checkpoint is nothing. And the due date is nothing because we don't have one yet. So starting next week, we will start our nominations for the next RPG club, which will then kick us off into January to 2022. Yep. And once again, those nominations will go live on 
December 12th, Sunday, uh, a week from today as of this recording. Yet only a few days from the people that aren't patrons listening to this when the episode releases. So if you want to become join in on Control Influence, what game gets nominated, join the Patreon. Now's your chance. Jumping into our plugs, please rate and review our show. It's one of the best ways to help out the show, help the visibility, help new people find it. And speaking of which, tell your friends about us. I know you guys got some RPG-loving friends that aren't in the Discord, aren't listeners of the show. Uh, Spread the word. Spread the good word. Be our emissaries. Do it. Do it. And another way we just talked about is Patreon. Uh, Patreon is early. You can get early episode access, ad-free episodes, aftercast, extra reviews, RPG Club, and many, many, many more reviews that are not RPGs done by Scott and Corey. You can find that at patreon.com forward slash RPG after years. And just a a quick note about the Patreon here. Um, The $10 and above tiers, they get an annual gift every year. So uh, you you guys know who you are. That's going to be going out soon. It'll be a surprise. Um, Also, we've been looking at restructuring the Patreon, uh, change a few of the benefits around. I think we've decided what we're going to do. So stay tuned for more news on that in the, the coming weeks. Also, we stream the live recordings of the episodes to Twitch every week, just about. Uh, usually, it's Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, you can find that at twitch.tv slash RPG After Years. Be a part of the show. Uh, we talk to people in chat as we record, so it's fun times. You can also e- uh, email us, rpgafteryears at gmail.com. And if you want to talk to us more in a lively fashion, definitely come check out our Discord uh, link can be found in the show notes or our pinned tweet on Twitter, which reminds me I should probably do a little blast for our Discord on our RPG channel. It's time. It's time. Speaking of Twitter, you can find the show at RPG Years. You can find me personally at the Scott Spot. And you can find me at Hailblue1569. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be it for episode 91. Uh, it was a mega news week, and it looks like we are indeed getting that fabled Chrono Cross remaster. So there's a lot to be excited about for us RPG fans. Join us next week for episode 92, where we will begin the Mass Effect review. But until then, I'm Scott. And I'm Rich. This has been the RPG After Years. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.